Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Ryan Hawk. How are you doing, uh, Ryan? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm good. I'm in my studio in Dayton, Ohio. Fantastic. It's a pleasure you? having you in the show. I'm great. <laughs> Very excited you? to have you. I'm yeah. located in Germany. Nice. And yeah, we're, we're kind of like uh, working uh, my, my, my business. We work uh, internationally since, uh, gosh, more than 15 years now. So, and uh, yeah, most of the time I don't speak German. So <laughs> I have trouble speaking German. It's really interesting. <laughs> wow. So, how, are you from Germany? I am from Germany. I've, actually nice yes, i am well, thank very you. cool very cool it's a country i haven't been to but i would love to love to visit at some point yeah you should yeah. <laughs> no, what part of germany part, are you in i'm in the south uh, essentially okay. i was i lived over 15 years in berlin but now i'm in the south again close to munich close to the alps so 20 minutes uh away from austria and uh, 90 minutes from italy i can't complain all good wow do you ski <laughs> I did, so I should start restart again. But as they say, you know, you you never outlearn skiing. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that's a beautiful place to to ski. So that sounds like a like a, you're close to it. If we have snow, yes. So and we yeah. have snow at the moment, so that's a good thing. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So, Reinhardt is the host of the Learning Leader Show. He has recorded more than 500 episodes over the past uh, eight years. Forbes called the Learning Leader Show the most dynamic leadership podcast around. Inc. Magazine said it's one of the five podcasts to make you a smarter leader. His second book is called The Pursuit of Excellence, The Uncommon Behaviors of the World's Most Productive Achievers. And when he's not recording podcasts or writing books, Ryan tries to help leaders be more effective. And I think your mission to achieve inspiring excellence, I think it's just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to it again. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me. This is cool. All right. So here we go. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client? Yes. Uh, probably a mid-level leader within a Fortune 500 company. So those people are trying to build effective teams to reach stretch goals set forth um, for them by their companies. So they deal with things like hiring, firing, um, sustaining excellence over time, uh, leading the way, leading from the front. So it's a, it's a really tough job. It's jobs that I've done uh, in my past. I'm most curious about um, trying to help those people. And what's the biggest challenge they face? Uh, you know, the economy at times. Um, people are messy. Um, uh, it's not a black and white world. It's really gray. And so uh, I think helping them get clear, help, helping them understand their core values, helping them be aligned uh, with their behaviors that, to match what they really value, helping them understand what matters most, both at work and at home. Um, I try to try to do that because I don't think leadership is a something you turn on or turn off. You don't just say, "Okay, I'm going to go lead now." I think you 
um, like have to wake up each day and consistently make that choice. And so I try to help people, um, like, like you mentioned earlier, uh, be more effective at that each day. Hmm. Fantastic. So we call this here work-life harmony <laughs> because there is no yeah. balance because <laughs> it's yeah. just too unstable. Wonderful. So we're all humans. Last time I checked. So what are common mistakes your clients make when trying to solve these challenges? Uh, I think they get, uh, they're unfocused. I think they have too many meetings. Uh, I think they try to um, be in all of those meetings, back to back to back to back to back to back all the time, I don't think we stop enough to reflect, to think, to actually work on ourselves and then help work on our teams um, because of just, we, we, we spend all day, leaders, especially the ones I work with fighting fires, they work in that quadrant that is the urgent but not necessarily important, but it's urgent on somebody's else's schedule. And I, I, I try to help leaders work in the quadrant that is not urgent but important that's more of the development stuff that's more of the long-term strategies of improving yourself of helping your team and i think that's that's the biggest mistake i i see leaders and, and i make myself um uh, over time i think the, the this example with the quadrants is uh, is is great because you know just to realize where am i in this quadrant right now in an each and every situation would you agree i think so um yeah, when, when I one of the exercises I do when we work when I work with leaders is we actually look at their calendar for the past few months. We look at each day. What did you spend your days on? We try to do an audit essentially of how they spent their time, um, how necessary were each of those meetings or whatever it is you were doing. How was it in helping you achieve the goals that you've set forth or the company has set forth for you? Um, and then also, how are you developing? How are you improving? Because one of the questions I ask when I'm interviewing leaders for big roles is, what is your process to ensure you're improving each day? And if you get that, like, oh, gosh, that, or they, they start making something up or that blank stare or they're shocked, that's, to me, that's, that's a concern because I think they might be okay today, but I don't think they'll be okay long-term if they don't have a process in place to make sure they're improving each day. The late now Charlie Munger had this great quote that we should try to go to bed a little bit wiser than we were when we woke up each day. And if we stack enough of those days, day after day after day, mm -hmm. I like your chances of being better and achieving whatever goals are set for you as a leader. And so if you don't have mm -hmm. that as part of um, your, it's not front of mind. It's not part of what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm concerned. And that's something if I'm working with you that we're certainly going to change. Definitely. Let's aim for that. <laughs> so yeah. before I ask Ryan, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Ryan, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these challenges? I think it's good to map out what's your perfect day. Um, I believe in being a learning machine. My podcast is called The Learning Leader Show. It's on purpose. And so I, I'll map out my day, and, and maybe that will spur some thoughts for others of what's a perfect day to become a learning machine. There's really four quadrants, four things. That's, that's a circle. It's like a flywheel. First part is I need to fuel my intake engine. Uh, for me, that means I want to read books, listen to podcasts, meet with mentors, uh, learn from people who are far wiser than me too, though I can't just be a learner. I got to be a doer. So I'm going to experiment 
based on what I've learned. So if I got some advice from a mentor, I need to implement that immediately, have the mind of experimenters do things. That's when we really learn. We learn who we are in practice, not in theory. That's from Herminia Ibarra. And I really, really much, I very much believe that. Third, we need to pause. We need silence. We need to reflect. We need to analyze what worked, what didn't from what I've learned from those experiments, right, that I'm running. That's, that's what we, we, we don't make sure we have a reflective part of each day. And then fourth, we need to teach it to somebody else. When I work with leaders, um, one of the things I, <clears throat> I make mandatory is you're going to lead some trainings. You're going to lead teaching. You're going to teach people at your place of work. You're not just going to have team meetings and one-on-ones. You're actually going to be a part of the faculty of your company. If it doesn't exist, then create it, right? You're going to lead some sort of training. You're going to teach them what you know, because I found teaching to be one of the greatest tools in the world for learning. So I want to put leaders in the position to teach. This is why I give keynote speeches. This is why I write books, right? That's why I do solo episodes from time to time, because that works as a forcing function to learn because I'm teaching. And if you want to do a good job as a teacher, you're going to prepare, you're going to read up, you're going to get very clear in what you believe, you're going to write, all of those types of things. And so I think all leaders, at least to me, if I want to be a learning machine, I want to go to bed a little bit wiser than I was when I woke up. I need to fuel the intake engine, Hmm. experiment, reflect, and teach, and then keep that flywheel turning. And if you do, again, I like your odds of, of achieving whatever type of goals you set for yourself. Well, first of all, I love your your passion. So thank you for that. And also thank you for this mini masterclass in uh, teaching and learning at the same time. Wonderful. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Of course. Um, so Ryan, um, I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, learningleader.com. I mean, um, you can sign up for all the things I do for free. I, I ship a Mindful Monday email every Monday. This is useful. Um, it's really carefully curated by me. Some some of the stuff is from me. Some is from the, the, the smartest things I read online from that week. So I've done, I've done that now for um, eight years. My podcast has been in existence now for going on nine years, 555-plus episodes. I try to speak with the most thoughtful um, and intentional leaders in the world, whether they're, um, you know, Navy SEALs in the States here, or they're entrepreneurs or CEOs or athletes or best-selling authors, um, and just try to understand the, the, the uncommon commonalities among those who sustain excellence over time. And really, uh, all of that's free. So uh, all of those things are free at learningleader.com that you can get, you can get all those things. Fantastic. Of course, we put everything in the show notes so people can check it out. So I can recommend it highly. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, the, the question I, I would share, ask you to ask is what are you most curious about? Um, uh, what, 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 are, what do you personally, not, not thinking about the audience, but thinking about you for what you're doing in your career and your life, what are you most curious about? And then you could ask about that. I don't know if I'll be able to answer it, but maybe it would be an interesting conversation. <laughs> I guess so. So starting with me. So for me, what I'm most curious about is always like how uh, people tick internally. So that's kind of like also where my passion lies. So essentially it's like, so I always, I consider myself like a, a professionally trained mirror and asking the right question at the right time. I'm a systemic coach. And I'm always kind of like thinking in terms of like, okay, where does this uh leaders here so going deeper and going to the root causes so huh. that's what i'm really curious about so what about you you're, you're 
so you're curious, like, so when you go to a, a a dinner party or something, are you the person who will be the life of the party, or will you lock into one person and go deep with that one person? I think the latter. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I'm fascinated <laughs> well, by people and their stories. Yeah. And so everyone's yeah. got a story. And my friend Larry Seiler told me, everybody, treat everybody as a mentor. He, he teaches his kids that. And I, I agree with that. I was just in actually Sedona, Arizona, hiking with my wife. It was an amazing trip. And there was a, um, for, for one of the hikes, you had to get on a bus and ride. And there was a driver. And this driver was in his mid-70s and was this amazingly thoughtful guy who was retired but wanted to just see and meet people and listen to their stories all day. And he lived in Sedona. And I, I, did, I didn't want the bus ride to end. To end. I just wanted to keep asking him questions and learning about his story, learning about Sedona, learning about his career, start telling about his businesses and all this. And eventually, you know, we had to get off. And I think to me, like, that's what that's what's so cool about just being curious and asking questions is you never know whether it's your Uber driver or the bus driver or the random person you see on the hike or whatever, mm -hmm. getting out there, trying to learn about people's stories and just being a little bit curious, not even a lot, but just a little bit. It's amazing, like the cool things you can learn. And it so is. to me, like, yeah. that's that's the juice, man. Like, that's what it's all about is just kind of following what you're most curious about, asking questions. And Robert Greene told me that, you know, you got to find people endlessly fascinating. If you do, you, good things will happen. I, I think I do. Like, I, I just find the stories of other people and what they mm -hmm. do and where they come from, why they do what they do. I think that's really interesting. And so to me, I feel very um, lucky to be for to be asking people questions for a living. As you were just uh, talking, so I appreciate it very much. So it's kind of like, so there's so many instances where I just like, okay, I found myself, yeah, I'm, I'm late, yeah, because I was hooked up in a, in a conversation. Yeah, yeah, but we, we, we can go deeper, we can go deeper. And so, and some of my friends, I think they must have hated me at that time because I was just <laughs> always like, there's another angle. Maybe you can go this way. Or what, what about that way? So <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But it well, sounds like you're doing the right I mean, thing. What, what, what have you done for your career leading up to this point? Um, well, I'm doing this, what I'm doing, my, uh, my systemic coaching for more than 17,000 sessions now. And uh, 17,000 sessions. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so, Thank so you. after 17,000 of them, what is like two or three of the, the things that you've picked up the most from the people you're helping? Like what are the ones who are the best of the best, the ones that sustain excellence over time? What are a few of the things those people seem to have in common? I think it's the core, what they uh, feel when they ar ar arrive, because my program is also based on um, getting to the root causes of things, dealing with that, and then having set free kind of like all the blockades, and then are what I call the letting go, letting in process. So letting in something that is there, what they were not able to um, perceive that, feel and perceive that before. And so getting to that, uh, to their roots and understanding what it means to have that sense of certainty about oneself, hmm. that is when the magic happens, when you get goosebumps. And this is kind of like where this is all uh, kind of like about the letting in process, because uh, that's the magical other 50% of the equation of letting go. Because if you're just letting go, you actually it means like you're missing out the other 50 percent because it's a two-part mechanism and we have that and i experienced that uh when i was 28 standing at the edge of a bridge and i let go and uh 
And at that moment, something happened and it just drew me back from jumping in that moment. You were going to so jump? I realized, yes, I was leaning forward and I was about to jump. And then I just realized in that moment that something was holding me back. And it was this tiny little light inside of me that drew me back from jumping. And so, and wow. with, with that experience, I realized that letting go is only 50% of the equation and that means like it's always letting go and letting in and we need to focus on the letting in part more because we're always kind of like yeah we, we taught about yeah you have to let go you have to let go but what comes after that is kind of like the crucial piece and that is where the goosebumps are waiting for you <laughs> wow man well i'm grateful you didn't let go uh i know a lot it yeah, sounds like you. there's a many 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 other people that are as well that's amazing what a story thank you so this brings me perfectly to my last question. <laughs> it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? You know, it's funny. I, I mentioned Sedona. Uh, Sedona is this, so this must be a global show. So in the United States, it's, just, it's in Ari uh, the state of Arizona. It's beautiful, um, red rocks everywhere, steep mountains. Um, and I'll tell you, we, we went on these long hikes for three days. We just got up before the sun uh, rose and we just hiked and hiked and hiked, hiked. And I, I've, as I've gotten a little bit older, I just feel, um, a deep sense of gratitude and that goosebump feeling of being out in nature, especially with my wife, hiking, doing something hard together, uh, a sense of accomplishment as you get up this very tall and rocky mountain. Um, and then you get this your reward is this beautiful view standing next to the person you love. Like, how cool is that, man? It's the best. And so um, to me, like I'm, I, I'm seeking out, like, and I'm doing my best to try to enjoy the climb, not just trying to get to the top. And I think that's a good metaphor for life too, is enjoying the daily process of things as opposed to just saying, let me race as fast as I can to get to the top. And, uh, and, and so Sometimes being out there in nature, especially with the person you love and seeing all the other great people who are in a great mood and happy and they're helpful when you're lost, maybe. Um, it, it's, it also is a, a reminder that humanity is awesome. People are great. I think for the most part, people want to do good. The news won't maybe show that, but, but when you're out in the world, you sense that and you feel that. So I would say the, the last goosebump feeling I had was just last week, hiking up uh, the beautiful Red Rock Mountains in Sedona, Arizona with my wife. Wow, thank you for sharing that uh, amazing goosebumps moment. And you know, you know, um, you don't have to experience just one goosebumps moment when you're getting to the top. You can enjoy and reward yourself with as many goosebumps moments as you go on to the summit, so to speak. So it's just a reminder that we can enable and let in all the time these goosebumps moments uh, when we're ready for that. So. Yeah, it's not. I, I read this quote. It's not about what you achieve. It's about the person you become while achieving it. And I think that's so true. Whatever the thing is, um, whether it's hiking a mountain or writing a book or giving a speech or having a podcast, like it's not really about what you achieve. It's about the person you become while achieving it. And I, and I think that's so true. Uh, and, and I try hard to live in that moment and remember that as it's happening. Fantastic. Again, thank you, Ryan, for this beautiful Goosebumps moment and also for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you. It was my pleasure.
Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.